Welcome back, boys and girls, to our second Tiger Hawk of the Week podcast. I'm Noah, with alongside my partner Chris, and we got plenty in store for you guys today. That we do, starting with our very own segment, Rip the Rankings, a new Tiger Hawk of the Week, and plenty other stories that came out of the NFL this week. So for our very first segment, we're going to start off with something new, and it's called Rip the Rankings. Rip the Rankings, we are taking other NFL writers, rankings 1 through 10. So this week, we're going to do top 10 QBs. I have Pro Football Focus. Noah has CBS. And with that, let's just get right into it. So with CBS, they have Patty Mahomes as number one. I can't see any other QB in this league that's going to be compared to number one and Patty Mahomes, so I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes as well. Yeah, I mean, there's no argument that Patty Mahomes is just unbelievable talent. And Colin Coward actually made a list of his top arm talents. Patty Mahomes wasn't on there. I don't know how. I don't know what that guy was smoking, but he needs to get checked this week. Last week it was Mike Greenberg. This week I'd say it's Colin Coward. I'd be embarrassed to not include Patty Mahomes on any top QB list. I want what they're on. Like, that's... That's crazy. Uh, we'll move on, though, from that embarrassment right there. And we'll go with my second guy. And They have Lamar Jackson. I have Lamar Jackson. He had an unbelievable season, MVP season last year. And I, Chris said they're going to the Super Bowl. And if he can develop and keep growing, he's my number two, and he's going to take him to the Super Bowl. See, Lamar Jackson's a very good quarterback. And we are definitely going to get some comments about our list but on pro football focus they had russell wilson at two and yours had lamar you have lamar i have drew Brees at number two because he's 40 years old yeah but he's still he's still balling out there he's got alvin kamara who didn't have the same year last year they did the year before and i think he's going to bounce back and help drew Brees a lot and drew Brees was hurt last year gotta remember he still has michael thomas got emmanuel sanders um Definitely got to put Drew Brees at number two for me in my eyes. And going off that, uh, I have Drew Brees at number three on my list. Like Chris said, he's in his late ages, and he's still going ham. Like, he's a top QB, and people that say he's not, and people are better than you, you, you guys are smoking something. That's crazy. Um, but they had Russell Wilson, and I see it, but there's just no way. Um, the way Drew Brees is performing out there, he's number three, no doubt. Yeah, on my list, Breeze was three as well. Um, I see Rodgers at three, personally, because Rodgers, he's got a fire under his ass after the Packers drafting Jordan Love, and he wants to prove that he's still the guy there in Green Bay. Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and all those guys on the Packers are definitely going to help Rodgers ball out, and that's why he's my top three going into next year. Um, I agree with that. I think Rodgers number three is a great pick. Uh, I have Rodgers at four, so we're kind of going back and forth here, a little bit off, a little bit on. Uh, Rodgers, he's going to have a great year. There's no, nothing to explain that. Uh, Devon Adams is going to come back even a better year than he had this past year. Um, they, they're just, he's going to ball out. Like, again, he has a fire under his ass, too, you know. And now they have another year under the belt with the new head coach to develop even a stronger connection than they already have. So the, I got Rodgers at four, and CBS had Breeze, which I had it too, so it's a solid pick right there. 
Rodgers is at four on uh, Pro Football Focus, but on my list, Russell Wilson's at four. Russell Wilson, in my opinion, might be the most underrated guy in the NFL, if not ever. Russell Wilson has taken the Seahawks to the Super Bowl. He's won the Super Bowl. He's been on all pro teams. He's been to the Pro Bowl plenty of times. Most wins in the NFL. Ask me how many MVP votes he's gotten. Countless. How many he got, Chris? Zero. Russell Wilson has never gotten an MVP vote. That's ridiculous. That ain't even dare. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Really? You, you just got to say like me next time. That's okay. On to the number five. Who's your number five? So, I'm just going to go right here. CBS has Dak Prescott number five. I want to know and I want what they're smoking. Dak Prescott's good, but he ain't top ten. He ain't top five, to say the least. That is crazy. I rushed worse in, in my top five. Like Chris said, I'm shocked to the, hear that he had an MVP, MVP vote. This guy's insane. He scrambles like an animal. He can throw the long ball if he needs to. And he has a valuable piece on his team now to help him do good, be good, successful. And they're going to do something good this year. With Russell Wilson behind the center. My number five is Lamar. And he's pretty low compared to other people's lists. But the Ravens are going to be good because Lamar's going to definitely have a big part of it. But when you make a QB list, I feel like the passing aspect has to be superior to everyone else. And Lamar's at five because he's not a superior passer compared to Patty Mahomes or Breeze or Rodgers or Wilson. And Pro Football Focus has Matt Ryan at five. Matt Ryan is definitely going to have a good year next year. I definitely think Matt Ryan is going to shine next year, but Matt Ryan is not a top five quarterback, especially next year with all the, that talent. So Lamar is my number five. So moving on to number six, uh, CBS has Deshaun Watson at six, and I agree with that. Deshaun Although looting DeAndre Hopkins was able to get the pieces we talked about last week, uh, we got David. He has David Johnson now. He has Brandon Cooks. He has Wolf Fuller. He has Randall Cobb and all those fast receivers to just help him sign even more in that system he's working with in uh, Texas. Pro Football Focus has Brady at six on my list, and Brady is not top fifteen next year. I know he has Mike Evans and all those guys to throw to, and everyone's hyping up his move to Tampa Bay, but he's not top 15 quarterback. He's going to progress. I mean, he struggled in New England last year. The defense definitely helped him out a lot, and Tampa Bay doesn't have that defense. So on my list that I would make, I'd put Kyler Murray at six because he got DeAndre Hopkins, and that offense is dangerous. I mean, Kyler Murray didn't have the offensive line, and or the receivers that stayed healthy, and he definitely got both of those in the offseason. So, Kyler Murray's a top 10 quarterback this year. Top six, he's number six than me. I agree with that. I can play. I have him at seven. Uh, I have Kyler going seven. Uh, like I said, I am so all in for these Cardinals. I think they did a, had a great offseason. They have a tremendous young QB in Kyler. They were able to upgrade their wide receiving core. Um, so I have him at se- a seven. Uh, they, CBS has Stafford. I see it. I just don't think Stafford can break the top ten right now. 
he's definitely a top QB, but he, he's not in the top 10. I agree with that. Um, you had Watson at six. I moved him down one spot to seven on my list, and seven was where Pro Football Focus had him as well. Uh, Watson doesn't have to have all those weapons to be a top 10 quarterback because he's just so athletic. He might be the most athletic quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, as we saw in the Buffalo Bills game. I mean, to escape the pocket like that endless times, he's done it over and over again, plenty of times last season. In the playoffs, when it mattered, he just escapes the pocket, knows to find the right guy, knows his awareness is just unreal. And he's got to be top 10. You can't make a list without having Deshaun Watson top 10. And moving on to number eight, uh, looking at what CBS has, they have Carson Wentz at eight. I want what they're smoking because Carson Wentz cannot stay on the field, yet let alone not bringing in weapons that are drastically going to help him this offseason does not make him a top AQB, nor a top 10. At very most, he's top 15 in my eyes, and... I want you guys to come back with me this for this because he's not a top 10 QB at all this upcoming season. But who is? And who's at my number 8? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has had pieces for a while. They brought in Todd Gurley to compliment everything he's done great. And I think Matt Ryan's going to have an outstanding year this year. And he's number 8 in my eyes here. So, because Carson Wentz can't stay on the field, you think that he's not talented enough to be a top QB? I mean, I don't have him in my top 10 either, but it's just your reasoning that made me question it a little bit. You can't say if he's not on the field. I mean, injuries are part of the game, and Carson Wentz is definitely a talented QB. Oh, yeah, he's definitely talented, yes. He's definitely a talented QB. But when you make a top 10 and you think about the aspect, you've got to think about the weapons. You got to think about: Is he healthy enough to be on the field? And yes, he's talented to be a top QB. The argument in Philly last year was that he didn't have any weapons. All their guys were gone. Alshon was hurt. Nelson Aguilar was dropping everything. Jackson was hurt. They have weapons. It's just they got to stay on the field too. And if they can, yes, Wentz is talented enough. But that's besides the point because. Pro Football Focus had Deshaun Watson at 8, and I put him a little higher at 7. My number 8 is Dak Prescott, and Dak does not get enough recognition for what he does. And it's because he's on the Dallas Cowboys. You would think the the big picture that Dallas Cowboys have being America's team, he still doesn't get enough recognition. People hate him because he's on the Cowboys. And if you look at what he's done since rookie year, he's behind Russell Wilson and wins since he's entered the NFL. He's gone to the playoffs. He's gotten a playoff win under his belt. He just has to take the next step, and hopefully CeeDee Lamb can do that for them. He was number two in passing yards last year behind Jameis Winston, and that's why he's in my top ten. He's going he's gonna to return, and he's coming back. He wants that money. I can see that. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I didn't think Dak was a top five. I may have said he's not a top ten QB, but I see it. Uh, I see Dak as a top ten QB. Just he's not a top five in my eyes there where CBS had him, but at nine, I have a guy that I was hyping up last last week, and it's Baker Mayfield. I mean, this guy, you think about who was able to come in in to this new system, was an offensive-minded head coach, um, 
with the wide receivers he had. They brought in the tight end. They have two top running backs. Baker's going to sign this year, and he's definitely the top 10, without a doubt. See, with that, I'm going to talk about my 9 and 10 combined. Pro Football Focus has Big Ben at 9 and Phillip Rivers at 10. Those two might be worse than Bree. Why are they in the top 10? I don't know. Phillip Rivers had... Didn't he have more interceptions and touchdowns or something last year? And he's on in the top 10. Big Ben hurt his elbow. He didn't even play last year, and he's in the top 10. Like, that's ridiculous. My 9-10 are Matt Ryan and Baker Mayfield. I liked both of those picks that you made. And Matt Ryan is going into a new Falcons team with the new unis. They're going to look good. They're going to play good. They have Julio Jones. They have Calvin Ridley. They have Todd Gurley now. So Matt Ryan should definitely be in the top 10. Baker Mayfield as well. I think that locker room situation is going to get figured out with Stefanski over there. And he has Odell to throw to. He still has all those weapons. So you definitely got to put Baker in the top 10, in my opinion. He's a sleeper, possibly, because not many people put him in the top 10. But who do you have at 10? So I have a number 10, and this number 10 is a shocker to probably most people here. But... He was an MVP once in Carolina. He now has someone to prove as Carolina left him for the dust for Teddy Bridgewater. Don't, don't even tell me. And she just got signed by the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick at his QB, who developed Tom Brady a six-round pick. You're not telling me that Cam Newton is not going to have a great year. So, yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm putting Cam I, Newton at 10. I am going to tell you, he's not going to have a good year. I'm putting Cam Newton at 10, and hold off, hold off before you have your lazy fit there. CBS had Big Ben, and Big Ben, don't disregard the guy. He's going to have a good year, but it is not a top 10 year for him right now. He's coming back from injury. Uh, he's going to have to do a lot to come back from that injury he had because it was very brutal. An arm injury and your throwing arm is never good. But I'm going back to Cam Newton here. And you can argue me all you want. He's an MVP QB. Yes, he's been injured. But he's now in a system with Bill Belichick. Again, let me say this again. Bill Belichick, who I believe you said last week, is, could go down as one of the greatest coaches in the NFL. And now bringing Cam Newton is just going to make them a lot better. And... I think Cam Newton is going to be a top 10 QB this year. Maybe not hands down, but a confident top 10 in the books. See, we're going to talk about Cam Newton going to the Patriots later, and I love that signing. Don't, don't get me wrong, but to put him in the top 10, you know what I'd be? I'd be embarrassed to put him in the top 10. Embarrassed. You know how many other QBs you could have put at 10 and you decided to put Cam Newton? You just said Big Ben had an injury. Do you not remember Cam Newton had an injury for two years now? His throwing shoulder. Two years now. That's why he didn't play. Because his throwing shoulder, he sat out. And now you're telling me he's going to go to a team with no receivers? Edelman. Oh, okay. Edelman. He has Edelman. He has Sanu. He has uh, the, the guy rookie from last year, Healy. Healy, whatever the fuck that guy's name Harry. is. Yeah, what the fuck his he name is? He was great, let me tell you. How many touches did I have? One? One? But they had all the weapons. They had all the wide receivers. And it was Tom Brady. Tom Brady threw... That's because Tom very Brady... very few people. And if he threw, he threw one pass to one other person. Cam Newton can run the ball. Cam Newton can do everything in the books. Cam Newton is a top 10 Q... 
Cam Newton is a solid top 10 QB. No, he's will, not. will he have a top 10 no, caliber season? That's debatable. He's a good QB. But he's, he's a top, top 10, 10 right now. He's a good QB. He's not top 10. That's you where you could have put, put some. You could put Stafford there, but apparently he's not top ten to you. Um, I I don't think I'm not saying Stafford's not top ten. And you you had Dak, you had Wentz, you you took Dak out, you took Wentz out, you took Stafford out to put Cam Newton in. That's I, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. I don't like that at all. I I, I did. And I, I really didn't like that. But anyway, we have some sleepers to talk about. Who's your sleeper QB? I I got another shocker for you guys and. Yet again, like, I love the heat. Throw it at me, and I'll bounce back at you, and I'll tell you the beef back right, right away. I'm straight up with everything. I got Danny Dimes. Uh, you look at Danny Dimes' number last year, and you can't tell me that he ain't a sleeper the upcoming season. He has Saquon coming back healthy. Although the Ricky thing passed off, off to the books to him, touchdown, that's that in Danny Dimes' book right there. Uh, you have Sterling Shepard, you have Golden Tate, you have Evan Ingram coming in. And those are solid wide receivers. They're not top, top wide receiver tight ends, but they're solid to complement him. They upgraded the offensive line for Danny Dimes there. And his numbers last season, they were very close to uh, Baker's. He almost beat his touchdown record, but he didn't play as many games as Baker played. So if he played those games, oh, Baker's thing would have been crushed into a little, a little bug would have crushed it right away. I don't hate that. Dan Jones at a, as a sleeper, I mean... He, he's got to figure out the fumbling issue because he did have a fumbling issue last year. They upgraded the line. But. That was all the old line, though. I mean, he he didn't have much time. And when he had found the time to maneuver, like, you saw, he had that scramble uh, mobility. And he's a tough motherfucker. You can't say it's all the old line. I mean, if you watch that Jamal Adams, Daniel Jones is face. It's not even blindside. Jamal Adams is running at him and just... Rips that ball out of Dan. Oh, 100%. You can see so it. So he's got to figure... And I do see articles. Dan Jones putting on eight pounds of muscle. That's pretty impressive. I mean, all right, maybe he's a sleeper. Who knows? But my sleeper is Matt Stafford because if he stays healthy, if he stays healthy, just like once, he has Kenny Galladay. I think Patricia is a good coach. He gets a lot of hate because, oh, I came from New England. Now Detroit still sucks. But definitely put... Look out for Stafford, because I think he can be a sleeper. But let's go into our next segment. Go back to that Cam Newton comment you made about him being top 10. So obviously you like Cam Newton going to the Patriots, because you put him in the top 10. And I think I don't dislike Cam Newton. I think it was a good move. I just don't see him top 10. And him joining with Bill Belichick, yes, will be good. Bill Belichick got another MVP QB. And they will definitely get some wins. Depends on how many, because they still lost that defense. They still lost Kyle Van Noy, who was a big part, big part of their defense last year. And Cam Newton has a lot of expectations to live up to after replacing the best quarterback of all time and the six Super Bowls they won in New England. So, I mean, agreed. I Cam Newton has big shoes to step into and. Uh, the Patriots, and I mean, I have in the top 10, and people may disagree with that, but with what he's coming in with and the resume that he's portrayed, I mean, it's a very capable uh, job for him to come in and fulfill the shoes, but you can't replace Tom Brady there at all. Um, but, I mean, we talk about, I'll tell you all the week, and them breaking the news, and if you think about it, like, this this is this broke the news this past day or 
So, and even today, there's news is broken, and all these people are tweeting out and stuff about Cam. Uh, three week, oh, three days ago, Cam was nobody. He was on the streets not having a job, and now he's back in the NFL with one of the greatest coaches ever in Bill Belichick. Um, so, without a doubt, I mean, hands down, uh, you think a Tiger of the Week. You got to go Cam Newton here, Tiger of the Week. Chris, how do you feel about that one? Definitely agree with uh, Cam Newton being Tiger of the Week. I mean, there's no better way to break the internet than signing with the New England Patriots and being an MVP quarterback. So, definitely. Um, while we're staying on the Patriots, third time's a charm for them. I mean, it's another thing they broke the internet. I mean, two back-to-back days, same day, breaking the internet with the Patriots. I mean, what a shocker on that one. Yeah, I mean, first deflate gate, and now spy gate. Because yeah. they decided they wanted to film the Bengals. Bengals of all teams. I mean, there were some rumors about during the Super Bowl when they were playing the Rams of Bill Belichick trying to find where McVeigh is to look at his signs and everything because they knew that they saw the film, like they filmed it, their sideline or something. But now, I guess that raised the flag and now it comes out that they lose their third round pick in 2021. They get fined a little bit of money and now they're not allowed to film their own games. I mean, to me, it. It's not really that big of a deal for the New England no, Patriots. No, not at all. I mean, you think of the Patriots and what they've been through. I mean, they, they went to the flake game and managed to win six Super Bowls, even despite that. I mean, this is like a hiccup on their sleeve. Like, they don't care. They'll, they'll move past this, and they'll win games. They'll, they'll have the season, and that would pretty much it for them. Um, I mean, talking about news and that we talk about here on Tiger Hawk Podcast, I mean, moving on from that, and going on to our next topic, we got Dak Prescott, who apparently recently signed his franchise tag with the Cowboys. I mean, is there more to that? Is he going to sign that extension? Or is like, if they need to sign more people, like, they still got a lot of people they got to sign. I mean, are they going to go out of the gym Mo Adams? I know we talked about that last week. Like, what is going, what is going to happen with Dak? I mean, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, getting Dak under any sort of contract, whether it's the franchise tag or long-term extension, is huge for the Cowboys because he's the centerpiece of that offense, of that team, and whether it's four years, five years, and they got to figure out the money situation as well. But having Dak is huge for the Cowboys because he brought them to the playoffs since his rookie year. And you saw the social media posts of Dak with the Cowboys hat, and everyone, all Cowboys fans went crazy because they've been waiting years for this not years, a year for Dak to get under contract. And I think it's a step in the right direction. And Dak will definitely be a Dallas Cowboy for life. But to me, it was a step in the right direction. So did that franchise tag include the Campbell's commercial as well? I mean, I think it may have because he thinks that Dak can get five bucks and Go get money off Campbell's commercials, which I want when he's smoking. Um, but we're going to move on, and we're going to go to our next topic here. Uh, and it's Hawk Clean Dicks and this Barry video. I mean, that that was that gave me a little bit of a laugh. I mean, that was pretty funny. Uh, he's It's a security <laughs> camera footage. You, you guys got to go look it up. It's, it's something to watch. It's ironic, one, because he was on the Bears... And then he actually was in his driveway riding a scooter, and he passed his cars. 
and behind the cars were two bears and he just didn't see them so he threw the scooter and then ran away to me it was just a good laugh it was something I wanted to talk about I, I mean it was pretty funny I mean that seems pretty funny um and I mean it's funny both ways you think that ironically that's kind of funny and it's also funny the fact that a football player ran away from a bear and on video no less You're, aren't you like not supposed to run away from bears isn't that like a thing and I've never seen a bear and I've never been confronted by a bear so no, I wouldn't but... know well, I mean, I, it made sense to me. I mean, bears are fast. They, I mean, they'll eat you. I'm pretty sure, like, the last thing you want to do is run away from a bear. I thought you were just supposed to stand still. I, I mean, I completely, I'm not a nature guy. I don't know. Uh, don't take my word for yeah. it. If you, if you ever see a bear, do not stand still and do not run away. Look just, up, just go ask Safari Joe on what to do, all right? Yeah. But anyway, moving on to the next topic. Another topic we made up. We call it Marry and Abandon. And we are asking each other if we are GMs on a rebuilding team not necessarily a rebuilding team but just a team in general which team we'd want to marry to as a GM, which team we want to abandon as a GM so which teams would you want to marry and abandon as GM uh, so I'm going to marry the team that I've been hyping up this, this entire time between our first podcast and our coming to our second podcast I've been, I've been hyped them up with him in my rankings at, at the top 10 QB that's Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. Uh, they've done everything correctly so far within those two years to make them a top team. Do I think they're going to be in a very solid team this year? Yes. Are they going to be a top 10 team this year? Maybe not. But they're definitely going to be a top team within these upcoming years with Kyler Murray getting DeAndre Hopkins, having the young coach there. Uh, I saw May with the Cardinals there. But if I had abandoned the team, I mean... You're looking at plenty of teams that you can abandon here. And the most obvious one is the Bears. I mean, when you look at a team, you need a QB. And they don't have a QB. I mean, Trubisky here, he throws the ball to the receivers. But it's the wrong receivers because it's the cornerback he's throwing the ball to. Or he's throwing the ball 10 feet in front of the receivers where the receiver has no shot at catching the ball. So, like... Right there, you got the problem. Like, you got to abandon a team with no QB, and the Bears don't have a QB. Yeah, they have a defense, but, I mean, you need some sort of offense to complement a good defense, and they don't have it. I'm sorry, just the Bears are abandoned right there. Uh, that's, that's definitely one you can argue both ways for the Bears because they've been to the playoffs for Trubisky, and he's not as terrible as I think everyone's making him. I mean, he has a shoulder injury. Cam had a soldier, shoulder injury. So, like, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> abandon the Bears. I mean, they're, they're a team you got to watch. I mean, I think this is a prove year for Trubisky, definitely. I so, mean, but I mean, you think every year, every year is a proving year for some people, and you got to prove yourself, but it just, with the expectations coming up and Trubisky on his last year, I mean, I hope Trubisky proves people wrong, especially me. Go out there and prove everyone wrong that you're a top QB. And by all means, like, I'll change that after the first couple weeks. I'll marry the Bears if he's coming back. But as of now, like, I can't see myself marrying a team like that or even, like, considering a team to be somewhat one I will think be good. I mean, I got to abandon them. They're just based off those somewhat facts I've concluded. I see that. I, I would marry the Buffalo Bills right now. They got Josh Allen. They just traded for Diggs. They got a good defense. I mean, why not? They got a nice young team. 
I mean, they're in the AFC East. AFC East was owned by the Patriots. Now maybe it's the Bills' turn. Bills were good last year. They're in the playoffs for two years with Josh Allen. And why not? Why not marry the young team that was in the playoffs? Seems like a perfect fit right there. But my abandon is the Los Angeles Rams. And if you look at the Rams, they went from drafting Jared Goff, number one overall, to Jared Goff sucking, all the way up to the Super Bowl, then plateauing a little bit to missing the playoffs last year. And they just lost Todd Gurley. They traded away Brandon Cooks. Robert Woods isn't that young. Jared Goff was a little bit shaky last year at times. I mean, he struggled to make some throws that he should have made. They got blown out by the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Bucks. They lost to on Dominican Sue's bumble recovery. I don't know if you remember. I don't see the Rams necessarily being terrible, but I don't see their future looking up either because they don't have many first-round picks that they made, so they don't have that many young stars either. Lost Eric Weddle on defense. Yeah, they traded for Ramsey, but their cap space is tight, so the cap situation is another reason. It's not pleasing to a GM to have to pay Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, and have almost little to no cap space and no draft picks to make up for it. I mean, the Rams are good. They have talent. For the future, to be a GM, it's a tough situation. Uh, I, I like both those picks you got there, especially the Bills with that young QB uh, they got in Allen and what they've done already and what Allen has done already since he's been in the league. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, abandoning the Rams. I, mean, I, think, I think you would move in the direction to abandon them, but at the same time, like right now, like they got the pieces still. Uh, their defense isn't awful, but it's not great. Uh, Jared Goff is a solid QB. I wouldn't say he's awful, but at the same time, I wouldn't say he's an outstanding QB. Like, he's in the middle of the pack, probably lower to the middle. Um, and they got a amazing watch team with Cooper Cup. I mean, Cooper Cup's going to do great things this year, and he's already done great things. He got injured last season, which stopped that. But I, I agree with those picks. The uh, thing is solid. And with that, about wraps it up for our second episode. Um, we're excited to do these. Sorry for the technical difficulties, if there is any. There were a couple in our first episode, I know. We're trying to fix those. But like, comment, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're going to start trying to come out with more videos of highlighting what was talked about in our podcast. Anything to add? Um, look, look, look out for uh, uh, Things we're going to post, we're posting on Twitter, we got, we got some Instagram feeds there. We might go live if we get the subscribers, because uh, did we come up with a number when we're going live and we're, like, we're dropping merch and stuff like that? We That's got? to be determined. I mean, we're definitely going to start posting more. I mean, once fantasy season comes around, we're going to start posting these podcasts and we're going to have Fantasy Football Fridays, possibly. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got a lot to look out for, a lot of fun things ahead. Yeah. So, Thank you for tuning in, and... Tiger Sports out.